This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just found out my married son had an affair and the woman may be pregnant. I breastfed all my children at the same time. I also breastfed my husband. What? What? That's all fun and everything. And then all of a sudden, a thought creeps into my head. What if I teleport to the roof? You guys want to talk about boobs for a quick second? So, ladies and gentlemen, the very, very first time in the studio, we have, looking at me right now, Marquesa Scalia. Marky. Okay. We're going to move on. I am not friend of. I am not housewife, maybe. I am housewife. To be honest, I just don't see a reason for me to listen to your podcast. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, needless to say, we wind up having sex. Whoa! Meg! I think my life without television would have been drastically different. Sex in a car is probably something you're not that great at. I was great at that, actually. Rich Wachili is not hairy. I will say this. No one gets more unsolicited drinks thrown at them than now. Chris Manzo 8, Venmo. Having you on the show was a mistake. Here's my thought. I just had an idea, but I forgot it. The dating life in general should have just straight up contracts. It should be like sports. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, this is um, probably my, my two favorite guests. We haven't had this one in a while. The Don's here. Is she, is she always just, you're, you're rock solid. Just, just magically appear. Just so dependable. What I do. But it's the only other guest that I, I ever see you have a little anxiety on, on your face. The only one that can really match Don. And it would make sense. Sipping out of a out of a a, a, a nice chilled cup. He has returned. Mm-hmm. Albert Manzo the third. My father is here. Dad, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Thanks for inviting me. No, so uh, you know, I'm very, very glad you're here. Um came dressed for the part too. He really did. He looks, looks great. You look great. You know what do you Thank guys you. got? Thank you. You guys got going on today. I'm going to work uh, for a few hours, mm-hmm. and uh, Mom and I are going to figure something out. So you, you guys got like a little date night type thing. On a Friday, which is crazy. I know. So um, when I heard uh, you guys were around, we have um, intern Jules here as well. Hey, everyone. <laughs> so Jules is here. Um, we're throwing a mic around, all that other stuff. Uh, and we decided that you know people have been asking to have both of you guys back. Um so it was a good occasion for that. But, you know, 
so the Don's been busy. We had we had Greg on mm. a bunch, yes. um, and I, you know, Dad. Dad, I think is probably the most loyal listener of the people that I actually know and speak to. Dad listens quite a bit. Yeah, I binge. I binge listen. As you, they say, <laughs> as opposed to binge watch. It, uh, <laughs> but so so Dad's been on a bunch, and um, well, you know, been on it, been listening to a bunch. So we were excited to get him back in. We had a bunch of different questions bunch of different topics that we had kind of been skipping around because we had the roommate themed episode we had greg in and then the regular dear albies that just kind of show up have been kind of getting ignored so me and jules got together on this and we were like you know who's perfect for this we're gonna bring dad back and just kind of jump right into the nitty-gritty on it and go from there um so we'll just kind of kick this thing off we got a dear albie at dear albie mailbag at gmail.com don you're right I'm good. Are you okay? It's hot in here. It is hot down here. Yeah. But you know, we complain about that every time. We do. You know. You, we don't you, do anything You just about know. It. You yeah. know that it is. Right. You know? I know that it is, but it does, still doesn't eliminate the fact that it's hot. Yeah. Well, you know. Okay. Here we are. It's really not that hot. And he's got a jacket on and everything. Mm. I think he's just, you know, he's just pumped to be down here. Could be it. Anyway, so with your Apple mailbag at gmail.com, don't forget, rate, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Let's get right into it. Dear Albie, love the podcast. So happy you started it. I need some advice on my current dating situation. I've been seeing someone for a little over two months. I'm 28. He's 33. We made things official a few weeks ago. Things are going really well with the relationship. I love spending time with him. And the more I get to know him, the stronger my feelings become. Prior to meeting him, I was single for a year and a half, being in a long-term, close to six-year relationship. Prior to meeting me, he was single for a year officially divorced for eight months after being married for two years. We've had a frank conversation about our relationship history and our intentions for the future. We are both on the same page with how we feel toward each other and what we see for our future. I did some digging into his social media, although I didn't have to look very far, and found pictures of him and his ex-wife flooding his wall. It seems like most of the pictures didn't originate from him, but he's still tagged. I should mention that his ex-wife is in another relationship, but chooses to keep the photos of them on her wall, including the wedding pictures, birthday collages, anniversary posts, etc. I know everybody handles previous relationship breakups differently, but when I ended things with my ex, I couldn't wait to remove all the evidence of him on my social media. A fresh start, a clean slate. I also didn't want a sappy old love post to make any potential suitors feel uncomfortable or insecure. My question is, should I be concerned that his social media account is still flooded with pictures of him and his ex-wife? Is it an inconvenience to go through and delete years' worth of photos? Do I have to ask him to delete these photos? It's just social media, and this shouldn't bother me as much as it does. But I hate being reminded of his previous love life every time I look at his page. Thanks for the words of wisdom. Looking forward to hearing your response. So, parents... Um, it's interesting, you know, and I I like this question for you guys, especially because I think it's going to bleed into some other stuff, but do you guys, maybe because you're a little bit older, do you put a lot of stock in social media stuff? I think it's nonsense that your generation puts so much stock in social media that if someone likes a photo, it can end the relationship. If someone unfriends a friend, if, you know... You unfriended my Aunt Betsy's sister's babysitter. Why? You know, ridiculous things. You put so much stock in social media on what and how it relates to your life. Let's say, well, you didn't wish me a happy birthday. Well, I said happy birthday to you in real life. Maybe I didn't 
tag you in a post, uh-huh. you know, what's more important, the fact that I reached out to you in real life or the fact that I put it on social media for the world to see? And that it, it bleeds into the the issue of if it's, you know, it's like the tree when it falls in the forest doesn't make a noise. It's a, if it doesn't happen on social media, did it happen? Well, I think you're talking about actually you – know? I agree with that. That makes sense. But I think you're talking about two totally different things. No, so I'm going to get to my point. Mm -hmm. So the fact that she is going to his social media page that he's not even posting on, his ex-wife is posting on, and she she has no control over that, nor does he – is a little a little bonkers you know sure it makes you feel uncomfortable sure you don't want to see it but you know it's there it's part of his story it's part of his history um as long as you have an open and honest communication with him it shouldn't flip you out so much because unfortunately the world we live in now is completely completely filled dad's with got you media sized nonsense. up dad's got you sized up go ahead yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not on, on the same train as you. you think it all should be eliminated? Well, I mean, you know, you and I usually agree on most things, but then I always almost suggest that you always almost go too far. That you start off perfect and then you you just push it like off the cliff. Oh wow! So we're, we're gonna start Everybody some problems. Everybody with him. Everybody with him. I didn't push <laughs> so, off. The cliff. I wasn't aware I was starting a problem today. This is gonna be a great show. Go ahead, please. <laughs> what I'm saying is that look, first of all, I don't really know that much about. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody that that looks me up on Facebook sees that I post almost never. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Can somebody put a picture on my wall? I mean, that, that yeah, well, it's yeah. it's it's like being tagged in a picture. So basically, if I tag you in a picture, we're friends. So and so tagged me, but it's not on my wall, is it? Like like when you I, I don't. You know, up, you know what's you know what's me? crazy? I don't actually use Facebook. Um, really ever. I, I'm an Instagram person pretty much but almost exclusively. The story exclusively. is she, she admits that it's his wife, his ex-wife posting the photos, not him. So what she's supposed to do, what's he supposed to do? Call the ex-wife and listen. He's not you know? supposed to do a lot, but but he is supposed to say, okay, that, that relationship is over. It's over. Okay, now, you know, you don't tag me. You don't post on my site. You don't add pictures to my page. That's just antagonistic shit. You know, Girls, I find a lot of ladies have this thing where they don't want the guy, okay? Let's say we're talking about Joe, right? Joe whoever. So Joe and Mary are on a date. They have a relationship. Mary's sick of Joe. She doesn't want Joe, okay? They break up. However, anybody else that goes out with Joe, Mary's got a problem with because... She don't want Joe, but nobody else can have him either. That's a very common thing. Well, you're saying that basically the, that the ex-wife is kind of almost marking her territory and making it difficult to yeah. move and on. And she's being an ass. Which so I got to be honest right. on the tree, right? You know, so, making the making the making the uh, staking the claims. And look, he's 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 kind of minds. It's nonsense. It's stupid. That's my point. And Joe, not her. I don't know. I'm not. Look, look. She needs to take it with a grain of salt. Right. That's one degree. But at the same token. There is a limit to how much of that bullshit. But we I would don't take. know. We don't know if he's had. Has she said that she he has mm. kind of had a conversation with the ex and said stop it? We don't know that. Well, you know what though, I don't know that. Here's the thing. You don't have to. Well, hold on. She was. She she said a couple of things. Um, looking through this, right? He chooses to keep the photos of them on the wall: wedding pictures, birthday collages, anniversary posts, etc. Now, 
my assumption, this is really if I were her, where I'd make the call. If they met, he was officially divorced for eight months after being married for two years, okay? He was single for a year, officially divorced for eight months. Now, they've been seeing each other now only two months. First of all, I don't think you're in a position to say the relationship is serious enough to say blah, 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 blah. Right. Now, it's not a ton of time for those pictures to kind of be removed. And I also think it's almost kind of petty if he's to remove it, okay, to an extent. But if those things are being posted continually after the divorce and and all of that stuff is official a year later, okay, when you're dating that guy for three, four months, or let's say maybe not even that soon, six months, and your relationship is official and out there and she's doing it, then, yeah, I could see her point in saying – when she's was, being kind of disrespectful. She's tweaking her. Nuts. Well, but I don't okay. think she is at all. As a matter no, of fact, no, because she's she's they're not current photos. The ex-wife yeah, right. is breaking his ball. Al, no, they're not current photos. They're, but her she thing is, she has matter. to dig. It, that relationship's over. What the hell are you posting? Well, no, but now here's here's the thing. No, no, no. Well, it. hold on. It's old posts. <clears throat> it's it's older old posts. posts. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she's not posting now. No, they're older posts. But hold on, though. If it was a girlfriend, they just straight shouldn't be there. Like if if he like I'm I'm of the belief system that if you're dating somebody and you're putting pictures up on your page and all that other stuff and you guys break up, okay, I don't think like you necessarily have to do it that second, okay. But depending on the circumstances, yeah, I don't necessarily want that stuff to be there. Well, here here's the bottom line in my in a nutshell. Bottom line is, does this guy be is is this guy active on Facebook? In other words, like if he's like me and never even looks at this damn page, so he, probably he never, gets a pass. That's my point. If he is active on Facebook, then he should either A block, B take down, whatever, because in this girl's defense, this is the critical time where I agree with you where she doesn't have a lot of rights to say blah blah blah, but this is a critical moment in her relationship. If he's going to have issues with the ex-wife or still has some feelings with the ex-wife, et cetera, she's got, got to know as soon as possible so she can make a move. But yeah, she but also away. went fishing. Yeah, well, look. She going, went yeah, digging. But going fishing is normal. But this is kind of my point. G- deleting pictures from a wedding and all of that other stuff, okay, that is obviously a monumental thing, right. this, that, and the other, especially when you're not the one posting them, right. okay? I don't think it's totally necessary. If it was his ex-girlfriend... And it's just a bunch of pictures of him and his ex. I'd be like, yeah, if I were you, you know, that's something that you could probably just maybe mention in passing because it might be indicative of, oh, there might be feelings there still and this, that, and the other thing. Why are you afraid to delete it? Getting Saying, oh, no, t- untag me in pictures from our wedding is a different animal altogether. You know what I mean? Because they might still be cordial. You don't know it's what, what else history. was going it's on. It's part of the history. Like you, know? you said, and it was that a might... monumental moment in his life. He is not posting the pictures. They are older posts. She went fishing. It's a new relationship. Step back, chill out, relax, and see where well, it's the relationship goes. It's a monumental failure goes. in his life. I mean, it's a failure. It's, it, there's no. No, you don't know. You don't know the you don't, terms you don't know the, of yeah, what happened. The worst that was a success. You don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's best. Lots of times, it's better to say let's divorce because we could be better people because and the of it. Was a failure. The marriage failed, but doesn't make them failures. Yeah, it's it, it's no, no, no. It, not as individuals, the marriage was a failure. But you got to look at it and just say to yourself, like the, the his marriage really like commenting on it. It was a short as, marriage. Well, Let's face on. it, two years. Hold on, it was the way I, the way I look at it, plain and simple, right? And the, the guy's not writing in, like just as much as the that previous marriage is really just frankly none of our business. It's none of hers either. 
Because you're, you're dating the guy two months. Two months. So chill out. Right. My, my Except first. Except for the fact that she has the right to know what's in his brain because she needs to know if she wants to move. Okay. Forward so now. getting divorced. If that post was yesterday. But, but getting a divorce isn't isn't enough of a of a uh, a security blanket for her mental state that she's moving on from the you situation. Know how many marriages I've done in the brownstone to the same couple that got divorced. This is not they the same thing. They marry each other again. Yeah, but like, but but the the point very simply is, if he was throwing up random pictures and these things are happening he's while they're dating, she's it. got a point. Right. She's digging. She's digging. She's digging. Okay, it's history. It's not like the post was put up last week or yesterday, and he's liking it or whatever the hell you guys do. All right, she went through his Facebook history and went fishing. Relax. So chill out. If I'm going through the questions, should you be concerned? Maybe depending on when they're getting posted and all that other stuff. Like and but not right now. Is it an inconvenience to go through and delete years of photos? Yeah. Number one, I think it kind of is. What's Can you delete two, on Facebook? What's your name? I don't know. I, we shouldn't include it. But what, what are we calling her? Um, let's just call it. Uh, she said, "Thanks for the words of wisdom." We're gonna call her wisdom. So, like, you know, wisdom. Just, just dump them. Just break up them. Okay. This is you guys are really something. Plenty <laughs> more fish in the sea. So let me ask you that. Let me ask you. Should have anxiety two months into relationship. Yeah, she's giving herself the anxiety. Uh, yeah. well, she has anxiety over it, so I'll break up with him. That's simple. Yeah, but I think if she has anxiety with this, look, you're gonna find what you fish for, right? Always, right? Okay? And I think this has a lot more to say about your own insecurities yes. in the situation than him. I gotta it's be honest her. with you. It's on her. And you're talking to a guy that pulls the trigger quick yeah. over social media. This stuff. happens to be on this her. Is, it's a marriage. Yes. It's a different thing. Yes. If it was a relationship, I would be. All in on and what she's saying. And he's not posting. The wife is posting. So argue with the wife. Not but the let guy. me ask you guys this, okay? Do you think that you know you guys meet? However many years ago now, what is it like thirty-eight? Right? Yeah. Okay. If social media was a thing, then okay. Number one, I would love to know what you guys have been. Uh, I would have loved to have seen. Like, there's gonna be a moment, and I was thinking about this yesterday, right? Where Marky, for example, goes through all of our social media pages mm. and has videos of. Of her as a kid and stuff, which is, I feel like people like you. You open the this question, right? This answer, ma, by saying, I think people get riled up over social media, and that's ridiculous. I don't think it's ridiculous at all. I think social media is now the equivalent of what you guys had back then of taking a picture, printing it out, and maybe posting it on your fridge, something like that. It's no different. It's just no, a way to communicate. By my. Boyfriend's ex girlfriend doesn't come in the in my kitchen on the refrigerator and put a sticky heart of, on the picture and like it or, or, or x out our teeth and stuff like that. It's, it was a much more personal thing. Now the entire world sees it. The no, it's just world easier to do it. it. So let me, let me let me put it to you this way: If you had a friend, okay, that was a mutual friend of the guy you're dating's ex, and they went over her house and she had a bunch of pictures of him all over the living room, still. And they were, quote, unquote, supposed to be broken up. You'd say, that's kind of weird. Wouldn't you think you well, take the pictures out of the frames? Right. It's the same thing. No, yes. it's not. It's it the is. same thing. So <laughs> the way I look at it really simply, right, it's your virtual is living room. it's how you communicate and how you put yourself out there. And it's just social media isn't the problem. Okay, it's how you use it that's the problem. If you're the right. type of person that's looking for more attention from, you know, guys, girls, whatever it is. It's just going to make it easier for you to do well, that. Well, I always say social media is a double-edged sword. It's an amazing thing, and the internet is a double-edged sword. It's an amazing thing, and it could be the devil at the same time. It's just a matter of, like you say, your perception, how you deal with it, and how important it is in your life and how you use it. So do you guys think that you would have had the same type of relationship now if there was social media back then? 
Like, how do you think you would have been handling yourself on social? I don't know. I, I think we're pretty... Whose we're, pictures would you have been liking back then? I, I, I very rarely... I get yelled at for not liking pictures, actually. That's true. You know, <laughs> dad no. would have been posting memes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I still not. In, and maybe it's our age, honey. I don't know. But like, you know, sometimes I won't like something because I know it's going to aggravate somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the little game I play because I know how like how very much they look at that post and go like, I got I got 12 likes. I got 17 likes. I got 100 likes. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to like it because I just feel like driving them nuts well, today. Well, Dad, you've gotten you know? <laughs> into like kind of the, the restaurant review stuff almost on your page, actually, which is, is fun for me because I think you're obviously very, very qualified to do that stuff. Some people are just restaurant, quote unquote, influencers that have never been in the food business or oh, God, might, might have just come or just it's just so kind of like it because they think they have taste for it, Every which is like, you know, with a mouth has a, is a restaurant reviewer. Now. So so now, you know. You seem to kind of like to get into all that stuff. Yeah. I think daddy would have been very much, because daddy's a techie, you know? So I think, you know, our younger selves, you would have been very much into it. Um, Yeah, look, I'm not into it. I mean, I had a very current topical of, you know, uh, guy that's in the news uh, yesterday at my place. And, uh, I mean, I'm probably the only guy I know that didn't post, that wouldn't have posted an image of him uh, having dinner there or taking a photo op with me. Um, I have a picture, but I'm not going to post it for what? Like, who cares? Well, I got to say, that's to our credit, that's something that... We got some serious pictures with some serious people in our phones, and we never post them. Well, I mean, it was just kind of like whatever. I mean, it's neither here nor there. I, but I, I look at it. But it goes this, to show that, like, we don't. It's, it's a, not. No, it's just it's just funny because I think know? that this is kind of my point. If you are, if your value system is in a certain place, social media doesn't make it better or worse. So social media isn't the problem. It's how you use it, and that's why to me. Somebody liking pictures or tagging pictures and all of that other stuff is a big deal, not because of how small the action is. It's the intention behind it. And that's like, you know, my whole thing. Anyway. Um, I worry for our, our children. Well, yeah. Because but I the, think I mean, it's just, it's, just this. It's, it's, this. it's just this. this. You know, it's, it's just the value this. that's placed on it is is very superficial and it's, it's a problem it's for just, me. It's just the pop culture at the time. I mean, when we were kids... This is really hysterical. This is such a fun thing. And I, I, I don't think I did this more than once or twice. In the local mall, there was a carousel of payphones. Giant carousel, literally. Like a big circle of payphones. I remember. And each phone had a number. Like a, like an addressable number. So if you knew the number, you could call that exact payphone, right? It wasn't just like outgoing calls only. And pe- young people... Like, like, you know, my age, which were we were eighth grade, freshman, seventh grade, we'd go to the mall and stalk the carousel to wait for the phone to ring so we could see if there was a girl on the other line. It was nuts. It was so crazy. And I, uh, it was almost like the first. <laughs> he waited on, for a on, phone on, to no, ring. I, I, did, that, I did that, not that, do yeah, but, but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Please did ring. That, did that happen ever? Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Oh yeah. No, no, no. You understand. This a is wrong not like number. I'm not making this shit it's up. Like no, like I understand you're not making it up. But why would I, I don't? I don't think it's Girls weird that it rings. And guys would go to the mall, 
write the number down or multiple numbers down. And then from their house phone, remember, we didn't have cell phones, okay? We didn't have CB radios yet. We, we, we wrote down the number, and then from our houses, we would call the, the, the pay phone in the mall. Trying to, to get a certain get person? To get a person to answer A specific phone. person. Oh, random. It's like a crank call. Like a crank it's call. It's like surfing the internet on whatever sites. The, you the, guys it's a, it's almost a chat room. It's like you're, you're taking a shot. Who's this? Who's this? Uh, uh, this is Joe. Where do you go? Where do you go to school? Uh, I go to tech. Uh, okay. Where do you go to school? Uh, I go and like you're trying to like find this random potluck date. It's bizarre. So it's like Tinder. For that phones? was the very first. I don't know what Tinder is. What's Tinder? It's it's, uh, it's a long story. So th- this is I'm I'm fascinated by this. Did you did, were you aware of no. this? Where were these phones? Okay. So I remember you, the let's, phones. Let's, let's yeah. specifically talk about the mall. Okay. You know Willowbrook. Yeah, of course. Okay. Do you know where the kiosks are? Yeah, sure. So, like, you're walking down the, road, the, the, the yeah. aisle and yeah, lady yeah, selling yeah. candles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Instead of candles, there was this big carousel of payphones. Okay. Remember, we didn't have any way to communicate Yeah, no, 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 with no, no, no. I'm on board here. So, we have to go slow because I had a bunch of questions and they just all went out the, the, went out the window. <laughs> now, <clears throat> we're going to focus on the payphones. <laughs> Did so if that phone goes off, right. okay, and right. you guys are sitting like in a little congregation, you and your friends, no, you're hanging there, yeah, right yeah, by yeah, the phone. yeah, sure, right. And I'm like, I'm picturing this like the T birds, like they're all wearing the same jacket or something, okay. <laughs> no, no, it's not the 50s, so <laughs> so so that phone rings, yeah, it's queen t shirt on, queen t shirt yeah. on, <laughs> the phone well, your rings, nails painted black, and I painted my nails black. Ah! <laughs> I did it's not really hit. I didn't hit my nails. Back. That's back that's not true. No, my father would have kicked the shit out of me. That never happened. Okay, okay, hold on. Caroline so, would have never so happened now, either. So now, so the phone, that. the phone rings. Okay, is there like a almost like a is it is it like you're calling a fly ball? Someone's like, I got it. Like it's whoever who gets to the phone first. No, there was plenty of pay phones there. Like there was like. 15 of them. That are so wrong. you would just try and stand in front of the right phone. And if I, your phone rang. This is not me. I'm telling you what no, I no, 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 no. You <laughs> no, gotta... no. They were either making the call sure. as a prank call-ish, if you will. Mm-hmm. Hello, hey, this is Al from, you know, whatever, Wayne Valley. Okay, where do you go to? Oh, I go to, you know, Hills. Okay, you going to the game this weekend? Or whoever randomly would go by. Hang on, time out, time out, time out. That just got up. I think he would throw up. <laughs> and if he did, hold on. Wait, I Oh, I thought he was going to throw up. He went to wipe his nose. So I randomly, thought we were going to have like a real full circle moment with the Lauren stuff. But randomly, again. whoever was A, mm. either passing by the phone to go hello and pick it up, or B, other kids his age knew that, that uh, ultimately one of these phones were going to ring because it was a thing apparently, right? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Pretty much. Okay. So did this ever, in, in your observation, did it ever actually end up in you guys meeting up with a physical human being? I never met up with anyone, no. I, I think maybe I picked the phone up one time, and, I, and it was a, like a guy or something. I it, We didn't get anywhere. <laughs> this is this is incredible. This is absolutely incredible. I kind of want to bring this back in a different way. And I feel like it's it, like the, the Well, I'll the give you another example, now. okay? Mm-hmm. There was a restaurant. In Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. back in the day, I don't know how, how many people listening will remember this. And the restaurant's name was 305. Okay. okay? Now, <clears throat> ironically, not ironically, very intentionally, the area code in Fort Lauderdale at the time was 305. Yeah, I know that from Pitbull. Okay. So <laughs> every table had an old fashioned phone. You know the phone with the like the snorkel yeah. and the handle. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
And above every table, there was a number, three-digit number. So you're having dinner casually in the restaurant, and you think the girl at 806 is hot. You pick the phone up, and you dial 806. There was a restaurant like that in Jersey, too, wasn't there? I a couple. That. It was a thing for a while. So it's like booths? I'm no, into no, this. Like tables, booths, I'm into this. Yeah. Go ahead. So you're like, hello? Hi. How are you? How are you? Good. Um, you're really cute. And I like your outfit. And like, what table are you wait, at? Wait, hold on. What, what's can your we, table? Well, you're wearing the queen's t-shirt and the yeah, black yeah. nails. And then, and then when, the, she the you, when she figures out what table you are, she hangs up on you or she doesn't hang up on you, depending on whether or not she likes you. It just not. makes it an easier way to mm. talk to somebody because you're not in their face and it's like you're dialing their phone number. And you're sitting in these booths expecting, obviously, to get a phone call. I never went to the, one of these places, mm. but I, I did hear of them in Jersey so, as well. <clears throat> this is a, It reminds me of a story, this whole concept, right? One day... I get on a plane with my brother Christopher, uh, my cousin Joe, and our friend John Luca. Right, we're going out to California, so we fly in Virgin. We get on the plane, and you're walking through first class, right? And um, we were sitting in, uh, uh, I guess, I guess the plane was delayed. Something happened, um, but we get on the plane, and right there in the first row is Billy Zane. Billy Zane, he, he, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Billy Zane. Zane. Yeah, Billy Zane. Zane. Right. Yeah. So Billy actor Billy Zane is on the, on the plane. I remember the okay? story. So guy. Billy Zane. I'm like, oh, shit. Billy Zane's on the plane. You know what I mean? So now it was just it was just funny. We did not really say anything. Okay. So we are sitting in Virgin had the uh, all-you-can-drink seats um, at the time. And we're flying all the way out to, um, to L.A. So this is like, you know, long flight. I get a napkin. From the uh, male flight attendant, and it has like a couple of bottles of vodka and um, some club sodas. It says, "Huge fan of you guys." This is like prime housewife's time, right? Huge fan of your guys. You guys love your mom. So I'm sitting next to Chris. Me and him look at each other, and we like we know how this is gonna end. Like we're we're, we're gonna get wasted <laughs> well, on this you flight can drink. because we know it's gonna turn into like <clears throat> this has happened to us on a couple of flights where like you you end up kind of chumming up with everybody. I just was giving an entire bottle of wine. I was walking out. Yeah, I remember once, that. Right. So we end up, as you would think, right, having a few drinks and about an hour in, everybody's feeling pretty good. Right now. Virgin had this thing where you could text another f- seat on the plane, okay? So <laughs> there are a couple of lines from um like Zoolander, right? That Billy Zane was like had a little quick <laughs> quick appearance in Zoolander, right? So now all of a sudden we just start messaging Billy Zane from our from our seats on the on the plane, right? <laughs> so you can see what Seats were like active. Your seat had to be active to chat, right? Mid-flight, Billy's seat pops up, right? So everybody just starts messaging him, uh, <laughs> messaging him like like little messages from from just you know everything from. We started with like, "Hey," so I'm like, I write in, "Hey, Billy, <laughs> big fan, man. N- nice to see you." Right? Doesn't respond. Okay. Then Chris is like, "You know, this is bullshit." Billy, like it's Billy freaking Zane, man! Like, like right, right, right back. We're excited. You're here. You're alive. Like, right back. Talk back, right? So, um, somebody, so Chris Wright said, "I really wish Chris was here." And 
somebody challenges Billy Zane to a walk-off <laughs> up, up, and, up and down the plane, and he blocks them. There's some type of block thing. <laughs> then, uh, Chris sees that the uh, Joey or Luca or whatever it is got got blocked, and he writes, put a cork in it, Zane, like, just like that. And Billy's seat just disappears from the flight. No, it's just so, like I that. remember Done. that. I remember the stuff. But that's and probably why those restaurants didn't work, because you have to worry about being antagonized by I was so know. excited though but it reminds me of that kind of a thing but yeah like I feel like that in on its face is a fun concept until you actually use it the way we used it to harass Billy Zane and, right. and Mr. Zane was not apologize. I want to publicly apologize <laughs> to Billy Zane for ruining his flight yes. to LA but uh I wish you were right back it's just you know it's there's always some way you know it's I'm so mad at myself right now though for not even thinking of putting a tombstone line in that we kept it to Zoolander, really, and I'm annoyed with myself. I'm better than that. You are. Well, you I know am. what? You were caught in the moment. It's okay. I was. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to jump into another Dear Albie. This is uh, Dear Albie Mailbag at gmail.com. Um, this is why we like having you guys on, man. It goes to some pretty crazy places. Dear Albie, I moved back in with my parents two years ago to save money while I finished school. I left home to go to college when I was 17 and began getting tattoos shortly after. My parents said incredibly rude things about my body and my character because of the tattoos. Trailer park chic, ugly, trashy, etc. But they seemed to let it go after a while, aside from a snide comment here and there. Since moving back, their their attitude has changed. They had a complete meltdown last year after seeing that I got a few more tattoos. They're of the opinion that because I live with them rent-free, it is disrespectful of me to get tattoos knowing it is against their wishes. They also claim that I could be spending this money to pay them rent, which I have offered to, but they refuse to name a price or accept money. But when I come home with arms full of shopping bags from a relatively or of a rel- relatively equivalent cost, they don't bat an eye. So I know it's not about the money. I'm 24 years old, financially independent. I have given serious thoughts of moving out, but both strongly encourage me to remain home until I graduate. Also, I generally do love living home and spending time with my parents. I'm an only child and we're very close. This subject is the only thing we've argued about since I came home. I have not gotten a tattoo in over a year to avoid conflict. However, an artist that I've admired for years will be in my city, and I put a deposit down for getting a tattoo from them. They are from another country, and this opportunity is unlikely to occur again. I love my tattoos. They really do help me cultivate a more positive self-image. I have no tattoos on my torso, neck, or below my elbows, and the ones that I do have can all be easily covered up in professional settings. My choices will not affect my job prospects and none of the tattoos are lewd and or seen in any way i don't want them to feel disrespected or make or and i can't tell if my, my choices make me an inconsiderate daughter my question is oh daughter mm, i get it. am i an ungrateful daughter for getting another tattoo despite knowing full well what they will consider this to be an act of disrespect or am i entitled to do what i want with my money and my body as a 24 year old woman thanks for your help politely tattooed um i get it to a degree I am not a fan of tattoos. I also respect the fact that she's smart and how she does her tattoos. They're for her quiet enjoyment, if you will, because she's able to work and still be professional um, by not showing the tattoos. Um, So I think her parents should just recognize that, that she is responsible about them, and they are just for her, like I said, her own quiet enjoyment, and let her do what she wants with her body, although they don't have to agree with it. I certainly wouldn't agree with it, especially for a girl, uh, because you think of the craziest things on her wedding day, on her wedding gown. Is she going to have, you know, you know, lucky strike on the back of, you know, and there's a wedding gown, you know, when she's, you know, her her own daughter's wedding and she's dancing, whatever. Is your mother all tatted up? Those are weird mm-hmm. things that I think about 
that I am not, you know, a fan of. But it seems to me that she is responsible and she is aware um, uh, of of what these tattoos mean in society, you, you know, or whatever the case may be. And she's also respecting her parents by not wanting, you know, to to hurt them anymore. I think her parents got to just chill out a little bit. And if this this tattoo artist is somebody that she admires and it is, and as she says, a once in a lifetime thing, then do it. Then do it. Yeah, I think the fact that she's even asking the question shows me that she's not disrespectful right. because she is respecting their wishes. Right. She just wants to. They don't. They just don't appreciate it for what it means to her. Right. So she just has to kind of. She's doing it right. You have to ask yourself, is the juice worth the squeeze? But it's an interesting question. I wanted to ask it because I know you and I are kind of talked about this already. Lauren and I got tattoos on the same day. Don't talk about it. Okay. Here we go. But here we go. <laughs> I went. So dad had, had like I sent you like the latest tattoo that I got. Right. I had no real intentions of getting a tattoo. My tattoo, actually, the one I got was one that we talked about getting together in a sense. Because my tattoo that I got, I got a Roman numeral four on my arm, okay? The placement of said tattoo happened entirely because I saw where Lauren got hers, and I was like, oh, shit. You did it You did it as- I took a, a bullet. You took a bullet for Lauren. No joke. You did. Okay? Because yeah. this was supposed to be either high on my arm or on my back or something. I like something. where it is. Okay? So I was like, all right. So I got a Roman numeral four. Um, he was blowing his nose before. Look at this thing. No. I got a Roman numeral four, okay, in the- font of a, uh, uh, a, a basically like almost like a statue of sorts at the brownstone right. that's Roman, super popular. Roman-esque. Right. Like, yes. So it's kind of got a brownstone vibe to it. And then my whole thing was me and dad argued when I was like 13, 14. I said I wanted to get a tattoo. He said absolutely not. No way. So one day, hopefully when I have a son, if you ever ask me to get a tattoo, I'll say, yeah, you can get a five because he right. would be Albert Joseph the fifth. And you got to get in the same spot. Right. So in other words, you want to walk around with a tattoo like a tough guy, you can walk around with the same one as your dad. Right. And it would be a pretty cool thing because if I'm a if I'm a cool dad, he'll want to cool do that. Dad. And I wanted dad to get a three. Right. And I wanted to get in the same spot, but obviously my spot kind of blows. Mm. But we talked about that a bunch before I got it. Well. Like a few seconds I think before. You have to, I think you have to really put the whole thing in perspective. Yes, you were not going to get a tattoo when you were 14 years right. old. Right. Yeah, of course. You got a tattoo when you were mid-20s. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, deep into your twenties. Yeah. Well, enough's enough. Mm-hmm. I cut the cord, and mm-hmm. what am I supposed to say? Right. Okay. Um, I do not have a tattoo. Mm-mm. Um, I'm not saying I'll never have one or never get one, but it's not on my list of things to do. Right. Anytime soon. Did you like the concept of the three, four, five thing? Sure, sure. Mm. It's it's pretty cool. Mm. Um. I have major issues with Lauren getting a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Not happy about it even a little bit. Um, but the same rule kind of does apply. Mm-hmm. Okay? She's, when she got it, she was married, a mom, grown woman. And uh, I, I, uh, my, my immediate reaction was uh, to, to give her an attitude. <laughs> uh, he called it a jailhouse tattoo. <laughs> That's what you called and, it. <laughs> and I, I restrained myself from from uh, from going off on it. Well, she got her. She got it in Candace's writing, and I yes. got to be honest with you. I think Candace took a dive on the writing on purpose. Well, listen, I like I like this. She did it with her cousin Candace, who they are like. Both of them don't have uh, sisters, all right. So they they uh, consider each other to be each other's sister. Um, and they are very, very close. They fight like cats and dogs, and they love each other to death, so they are very much sisters uh, in of their hearts. So they got, it says, I'll be there, each of them writing 
Lauren's Lauren's penmanship is on Candace's wrist, and Candace's penmanship is on Lauren's wrist. And all, it's a simple sentiment. I'll be there. I liked it. I thought it was very sweet. Um, I thought it's a connection that they they needed at the time well, because they were both going through mm -hmm. shit. And it's fine with me. Well, Mike, yeah. the reason I was bringing it up is, do you feel there's a little bit of a double standard between the guy and girl thing? I no, I I, I feel the same way about tattoos for like even for a guy. Um, if you have a full sleeve and you're in the professional, you know, world, you're in the uh, you're in the corporate world. I think sometimes it's frowned upon. I'm not sure because I'm not in the corporate world, but I think people right away there's a stigma attached to those that kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. um, your cousin Candace got tattoos all over the planet, all over her arms and everything. It makes her happy. Uh, when she gets them, I look at her. I'm like, what 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 are you thinking? She'll just. Tell me what she thinks about it. I'm like, if it makes you happy, it makes you happy. Mm -hmm. If it got you through your day, would you get one? You. There's, there's two tattoos I would get. Wow, go on. Two tattoos I would get. Mm -hmm. uh, one is, <clears throat> you know how you have sound waves? <clears throat> sure, yeah. I would get a sound waves of of uh, Marky's laughter. Okay, we can do that right here. And I would put it like on my very small mm -hmm. on my wrist and or my grandchildren and just put a very small, you know. What would you say about arm. your your wife getting a tattoo? I'm not getting one if I were, or or the second one I would get, or a second series I would get if it was it would be. Mm. I would have each of you write, my children and my husband, each of you write out the words "I love you" and put it like that, on. That's a lot. That's yeah. that's several tattoos. But that should just give herself eight tattoos. But that's if I were getting tattoos. Mm. I'm not getting tattoos. But those, if I were to get tattoos, those would be the tattoos mm. I'd get. Yeah, I had one problem with the uh, with the email. Um, what did she say about how it makes her feel or? Well, it's just, it's, it's, it seems that it's something that she's passionate about and she likes. No, no. She said it, it I get the tattoos because it, uh, well, specifically, I think she basically said in so many words, they make her, um, uh, they have meaning. They, they, yeah, they, like they, they, they make her feel, um, Jules, did you have that? Because it was big, it was it was like um, yeah, she, it was a long one. Um, I think she's basically. They really do help me cultivate a more positive self-image. Okay, bingo. Okay, big problem with that. Why is that? I mean, what the hell does some ink on your skin have to do with helping you cultivate the same friggin a, thing? A, a better self-image. It right, is. Same, uh, same it's thing a landmark. Stupid. It's a landmark. No, it's in almost it's the same thing with the way they inject lips and they put rest well, on their no, cheeks. Really. And they color their it, hair. It, it's self-image. It makes them happy. Everybody, did you ever see somebody inject their lips that didn't look like an idiot when they were done injecting their lips? Some do it okay. well. Some most not. But uh, you know. I, I mean, the quick answer would be yeah. But I mean, like, <laughs> but the thing is this: I look at this and say to myself. Some people get them to symbolize certain moments in their life and to remind them of all that stuff. Personal growth, change, dude, this, that, and the other. And I don't mind that. you need ink on your skin to give yourself more self-esteem, you got issues, man. You need help. Uh, not necessarily. Okay. They could, they're artsy. That's their way of expression. Yeah, I don't mind it that much. Different story. Well, maybe, that, maybe she didn't word it properly. Look, maybe that's her I way of expressing of herself. Friend, almost everybody I know has got, a, got ink on their body somehow, some way. And, they, and everybody's got their own reason to do it. But nobody I know ever said you know I'm really feeling like I'm not that um, I don't have a very positive self image and this is really going to help me no are it's, you kidding me no what she's okay. saying is that let's say her grandmother's favorite flower was an orchid 
That, okay. does, that has nothing to do with a greater positive self-image. Let me image. finish what That's I'm saying. memorializing grandma. I'm all for that tattoo, okay? All for it. But let me finish. Maybe grandma was the person in her life that was like, you know what, honey? You could be anything you want to be, and you're going to, you know, blah, 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 blah. And she doesn't have that from grandma anymore because grandma's passed. So she's got the thing, yes, memorializing her grandmother, but also remembering her grandmother's words of what her grandmother meant mm-hmm. to her. That is also about self-image. <clears throat> well, look, bottom line is this. It's hot in here. Right? Listen, I, I appreciate, bottom line is this. She's doing it right. Her parents got to lay off and let her be an adult. She seems like a responsible adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the parents uh, don't want her moving out of the house. Um, they have a nice relationship. Don't fuck it up. Mm, Donna, That's hot. it. I want to end the show. Okay, we're done. Just okay. had to, I had to I answer wanna, the girl's I, question. I want to end. There's the answer. I want to end. Good right. for you and your tattoos. Hope yeah. you get it. Send us a picture when you're done. Mm. All right? Guys, this is fun. Dear LB Mailbag at gmail.com. Hit us up on the Skype. The third question was the Skype call. We got so deep into this that we didn't read it. So we'll get to that next show. Um, hit us up because we do have a bunch. Uh, don't be so nervous, guys. Have a good time with it. You can comment on everybody else's stuff. But 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 in. Thank Make you both for joining. Thank you both for joining. My pleasure. Always. Yeah. God bless. Glad that we can help. It's all good. Yeah. Fight me back. <laughs> See you later. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.